How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yes, indeed. Week 11 in the NFL. We've got Saints versus Rams. And, Jeff, it just doesn't have that same kind of buzz to it that I thought it would when the schedule initially came out. Nope. It does not. It's a bad football game. Like when the schedule came out, I was one. I think I sat with Mike Haas and we were like, "Wow, I can't believe this isn't a prime time game, right? Or you know, or an afternoon game, right? Like I can't believe this wasn't a Sunday night or a Monday night, three twenty-five feature, right? You know, the game of the week. But it looks like the the schedule makers <laughs> had had some idea of what they uh, of like what the, they were going to end up getting. Kind of like the odds makers in Vegas with the over under win total. In the right, of the year. right, mm. and well, yeah, they're going to win that by a mile. Yeah, I hope you bet the under. Um, yeah, if, if, like if they put this game in like a big in like a big time slot, the ratings would be atrocious. Um, and it's it's because they're on these are two unwatchable teams, um, and you know maybe one of these teams can. And the thing is, like, neither of these teams is done yet, right? Like, neither – it would almost be it would almost be nice to be able to say, oh, it's over. You know, let's, let's, let's just figure it out and go to next year. No, you have to keep playing this thing out because the divisions you're in force you to do that because you can win four or five games in a row and be suddenly right there. Um, but, you know, you, you don't have that fortune. You have to watch these games and be like, man, there's a chance. There's that little bit of hatred, although I hadn't heard much or if any talk – from media, Saints fans, anyone about this being the first time the Rams are back in the Superdome since the Nola No Call. Well, Mike Haas wrote a column. It's on WWL.com right now. Check it out because uh, he's I mean, he's the only one. Like, that's how <laughs> bad this game is that, you know, the most easiest, like, layup storyline sure. you could have isn't even getting talked about because it's, like, eh. just so depressing. Right. Um. You know, and if you're the Rams, you're like at least yeah, at least we have rings, right? We we got a Super Bowl <laughs> last year. What you got? <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I actually the wild thing is like the, the odd makers, like the Saints are favored in this game. This is one of the few games all season that they've been favored in, um, and that's how bad. Like you wonder how bad things have gotten for the Rams, right? This is a team like this Saints team has nobody. We're gonna go through the injury report in a second. <laughs> like this Saints team is missing. I mean, you look at that Dolphins game last year where they were down like 20 players due to COVID. This is similar. Like, this isn't that much better. 
than that. The only difference is like you at least have your your typical starting quarterback. Like you're not on Ian Book. Like that's really the only difference. Like you look at the the names you're starting. Like Cam Jordan isn't even playing. Like this isn't a Saints team. What is this? Right. It was definitely a little you know down not seeing him at practice this week. Yeah. Uh, not seeing or hearing him in the locker room. He's just definitely a guy that you associate with the Florida Lee. He's he is one of, if not the leader of this black and gold squad. And, yeah, Cam missing his first game due to an uh, an injury. Last yeah. year yeah. he was out because of COVID. This year because of getting gouged in the eye at Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I think it, it tells you just how bad that injury must right. be. Because, like, like, I keep hearing all year about how, oh, these players are soft. They're just not playing through it because they don't want to. Like, Cam's not that. Yeah, like whether you think some players are milking injuries or not, Cam is not a guy who's going to milk an injury. Even Da was like, "Yeah, he wanted to play." Like this isn't a question of whether he wants to play; he can't play. Well, there's even the trolls online though going, "Why can't he rush the passer with one eye?" Well, right, and I think that tells you just how bad that injury must be because he would. Like that's the thing is, if you let him on, do it, right, right, he would go out there with one eye. He played the entire second. Well, like it happened early in the game, right. he played the rest of the game with one eye effectively and so you know you just send positive vibes his way because i guarantee you he's not missing this game with like a bad gouged eye like he's probably has to have something done to it um and that's never a good thing you don't want to have eye surgery or anything any procedure involving your eye so hopefully hopefully it's nothing too significant uh but again cam isn't a guy who would miss a game unless it was significant yeah you mentioned the saints injury list and it's funny with the rams they think they're dealing with as much issues along their offensive line as New Orleans is. Yeah, and so they have a they have a good number of people on injured reserve too. Like the, that's the thing. It's not only the injury report, it's the <laughs> right. injured reserve game. But they yeah, they are going to be without um center Brian Allen. He has a thumb issue, but that's really that's the only questionable or out offensive lineman for the Rams. The rest just aren't available. Right, and like the Saints been have like this six constant players shuffle there on that offensive line. Yeah, and and Matt Stafford, and they're they're dealing with some of the similar things that the Saints are. Is not only are you having these offensive line issues, you have a quarterback who is kind of statuesque <laughs> in a league where you know you have all these mobile quarterbacks. You don't have right. one, and you can make up for a lot of offensive line issues if you have you know a, a Justin Fields who's going to run around, and and you know even a Pat Mahomes who is still like a guy who wants to stand there and throw it, but he can move. You know, Matt Stafford isn't that guy. Andy Dalton isn't that guy. Um, but let's – okay, so let's just go through the names on this. And it's not just that the play, there are a lot of players out for the Saints. It's just the, the players that are out. Right. So he said Cam Jordan, obviously. Marcus Davenport is going to miss his second straight week with a calf injury. He had actually been very healthy this season. So that's disappointing for him. Well, you know, Peyton Turner got back. We knew this couldn't last long. Yes. Have we ever seen them in the same place at the same time? <laughs> right. That's the whole thing. <laughs> uh, JT Gray, like a guy no one's talking about, special teams the captain, a guy who's always there. He's going to miss the game with a cat or with a hamstring injury. So that's just another, you know, captain. <laughs> like there's multiple captains who aren't playing today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Hurst, left tackle. Going to miss the game with a concussion. You don't have Trevor Penning back yet. Like, he's back from IR. He is practicing, but he's not ready to play. So, we'll, we're going to have to wait and see who's going to start at left tackle. It could be Landon Young. It could be Lewis Kidd. But you are also without Andres Pete. So, who knows? Do you want to play Lewis Kidd at uh, left ta- left guard, as you did last week? I don't know. but Because Lewis Kidd went into the season as the backup left guard. Or, sorry, left tackle. And now he's left guard. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with it, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a minefield. Center, oh, Eric I was going to say, oh, by the way, the center's on injured reserve. Also out. Mm-hmm. Oh, injured reserve, right. And so Josh Andrews, who had missed early in the week with an illness, is is back. 
So hopefully that illness is he's recovered from it. Um, either way, he's gonna you're you're dealing with backup center either way. <laughs> We're not done. <laughs> Cornerback Marshawn Lattimore abdomen issue out again. I think that's what five weeks. Yeah, he went out after week week seven, week six, week six. The Seahawks game. Yes, yes. So yeah, he's been out since week six with that abdomen issue. Um, it sounds like he's getting closer, but who knows? Um, either way, he's out. So you still have Alante Taylor, Boston Debo starting on the outsides, which, you know, you could have worse. The, like the fact that both of them are there is positive. With Marshawn, <laughs> I was at least happy the the, pre, the last home game. It was Baltimore Monday Night Football. He was out there. I, yeah, at least saw him on the bench. So I was like, he's alive. He is alive. He yes. does live. Um, actually, I take that back. Andres Pete is questionable. So he might play. Good, good not, right. <laughs> for the triceps issue. So I don't want to, you know, there's so many out players. We don't need to give him one that's not, but um, so he's someone to watch. Uh, and then Pete Warner, linebacker, you know, another decent player, right? Which will see, which a positive there, though, is at least we saw him out of the yeah. boot right now. Uh, he just had surgery dealing with his uh, ankle issue. And hopefully we get him back sooner rather than later, as DA would say. Yes, ankle issue. He's going to be out for today. Good news is Caden Ellis looked good filling in for him last week. The good news is you have a lot of players filling in who can say they get quality reps. The other good news is there's only one player listed as questionable, <laughs> and that's on his feet. Right, but there's how many are listed out? Six. Six. <laughs> and then obviously the injured reserve guys, right? right. Like, like Eric McCoy, Mike Thomas, Dante Hardy, Bradley Roby. Uh, it's just a train wreck. I mean, ah. Uh, Another, uh, you could say, you know, we talked a little bit about the offensive line for both teams that have been either banged up or just struggling. The Saints also without their top all-pro wide receiver, and now the Rams also not having their guy in Cooper Cup, who just had ankle surgery and is going to be out indefinitely for them. I know they put him, I think they, I believe they put him on injured reserve. Yes. And, you know, he is basically their offense this year. They really have had nothing else but Cooper Cup contributing there. And that and that one that once greatest, you know, you, you thought of Sean McVay or he was touted as that next great offensive mastermind. They, they ain't no offense in LA this year. Absolutely not. Hold on. I am looking up a a run game that's definitely hasn't existed at all. We thought the Saints run game has been struggling. The Rams is just the complete pit. Yeah, and, and you also just don't have a player that like like the players are healthy. That's the wild thing. <laughs> Um, you know, so yeah, I can get, I know this, this game's going to set a record. You know Uh-oh. what it is? It's going to be the first time in NFL history, two teams had the single season catch leader, number one and number two, <laughs> not playing the game. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like that, it's not a record. It's stupid, but it's a fact. Right. Like, right. The, the guys with the most catches in a single season and the second most catches in a single season, which is Michael Thomas and Cooper cup are on these rosters and not playing. <laughs> It's, Man. it's kind of wild to think about. It really is. Because Mike Thomas has the record of the 149. That was 2019. Cooper Cup is second with 145. He just passed Marvin Harrison. But, you know, he gets a caveat because he got a 17th game. <laughs> yeah, and we we talked a little bit about this. It's really crazy how much that – how good Chris Olave has been able to be this year. And you hadn't had Jarvis Landry for most of the season and definitely Mike Thomas as well. But yet the the rookie keeps producing and – uh, we just got to get him into the end zone a little more. Yeah, yeah, and I mean he's getting all the defensive attention. Right, I think that's part of the reason you end up throwing a shot play to Kevin White at the end of the game, <laughs> right? Because they just like, well, we're not letting you throw to Chris Olave. If you want to throw to Kevin White, go ahead. Um, that's going to be another thing. Is Marquez Callaway active for this game? That was I thought that was a weird decision to keep him inactive. Definitely um, a little odd, I thought too. It was no health issue with him. No, it was very much a well, we want to see Kevin White, um, and he's a good blocker. He's a good special teams player. 
just not a guy you want to see targeted. But if he's on the field, you have to be able to throw to him, right? Like, it's not – like, I saw a few people like, well, why did Andy Dalton choose to throw there? It's like, well, he's on the field. If you're putting a receiver on the field and he's left wide open, you have to be able to throw him the ball. <laughs> Otherwise, he can't be on the field. So, you know, it's either you make the decision to not put him out there or you are able to throw to him when he's wide open. You know, and that's the problem when you're when you're dealing with a talent deficit and you have all these players out. Like it's like, well, okay, they're gonna leave somebody. If if they know that even if they leave him open, you're not gonna throw him the ball. They're gonna leave him open all day. Right. <laughs> so it's it's you know you gotta if he's open, you throw it to him. But um, that's what's frustrating is you you expected this season to be different. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and I think that you know what you look at the another similarity going back with the Rams. They added a guy in Allen Robinson, and yeah. he's just really not been that dude for them. I thought, in, you know, like he'd be a huge contributor this year and a great addition alongside Cooper Cup, but he's just not either gotten acclimated to the offense enough or is just uh, not a good fit for Sean McVay's scheme. I just don't get it. Yeah, so let's see his stats on the year. Allen Robinson. They're not good because he's been on my fantasy bench yes. pretty much the whole season. 29 catches, 292 yards, two touchdowns. Like, not terrible. Like, he'd fit right in on the Saints. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, for a guy who is in a what's supposed to be a like dynamic offense, right? That's the thing. It's the, the Rams have built their kind of entire system on, okay, we're going to score points. We're going to put up points, right? And then we're going to let the pass rush tee off. And they haven't been putting up points, right? And so that kind of – that kind of deflates everything you want to do because this was never going to be a lockdown defense. Like you lost Von Miller, you're 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 going to have that kind of title hangover, and they just never were able They're to way hungover. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, but you'd hope by week eleven that hangover had passed. You know, you know what it really is? It's the chunky soup commercial jinx. Is that it? Yeah, Sean McVay's got that. He's doing that commercial right now, and I know like. Um, you know, through the years, you see whoever's been doing it after a successful season seems to have a typically down year. It's kind of like the Madden curse, I think. Well, you know, they, they make all these flow charts on Twitter, right? <laughs> and, like, I'd like to see a flow chart of, like, commercial appearance frequency versus, like, team success because it seems like – Baker Mayfield. Exactly. <laughs> like, Baker Mayfield seemed like he was doing a lot better before he was in every single commercial. And he's every. still in every single commercial. And it's like – that takes a significant like – like, it has to take at least a good chunk of time to record all of those commercials like in like energy and like focus and it is weird to me like what like he's in so many commercials which is like how how much free time do you have as an nfl quarterback it can't be that much and to me too it's like <laughs> what he's not i guess you can he falls on either you really like him or you really hate him i think kind of thing well when he's There's playing no, like, well like, who cares about him right now like he's gonna be in those heisman house commercials until he dies because that doesn't <laughs> seem to matter if you're good or not um, but the only reason he's playing now is because PJ Walker's hurt. That's true. <laughs> That's hilarious. Or he's headbutting his teammates without a helmet on and stuff like that. No, please but, put me in the concussion protocol. I, yeah, get me <laughs> out of here. I just would like to see like a flow chart of like, okay, like total time in commercials that are airing versus like team success, because I have a feeling it's going to be a correlation somewhere. That would be good. Uh, you know, you don't really see saints in commercials you know i'm thinking about it i can't think of anybody really no i mean drew drew liked to walk around in shirts you didn't have to tuck in that sort of thing uh yeah he had that pepsi commercial with one direction and i'm, I'm thinking now he's in lowe's commercials and stuff like that but he was never really a commercial like, yeah surprisingly a guy like you know so so charismatic and cam jordan not a single commercial yeah i mean it's 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 a market thing 
I think <laughs> it's the you know, second smallest market in the NFL, so you're not going to get the, the big. Yeah, I guess Reggie Bush is getting love now that he's retired. It's true. Reggie Bush, he's in those Wendy's commercials, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with Reggie Miller. The Reg- and I think it's honestly it's more of a Reggie thing than, than a Reggie Bush thing. I think they just wanted a second Reggie. Oh, Reggie Bush. Yeah, anyway. Well, there was yeah. that, that was an ESPN commercial, I think. Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, this is what the Saints season is like. This is what we're talking about right now. Like, it's, it's forget just, the matchup. It's just so we we had a guest on the podcast this week, and it was like, can we just? He had like a great mustache, and I was like, can we just spend the whole time talking about this like this like Super Mario looking mustache and not the not the game itself? Because like, I mean, the Saints probably win this game. Like, I actually am pretty confident the Saints are going to go out and win this game. But like, even then, you're just like, oh, great, four and seven, fun. Let's let's do this again next week. See, I'm I'm a little. I'm not going to say concerned, a little hesitant to just jump on. They're going to win this game just because of the fact that we have an offensive line that's pretty banged up and that there's a guy healthy on the other side of the ball that might be the best in the NFL at, at what he does in Aaron Donald. So that's a bit scary. And if, if him taking over a game is obviously a possibility. I'm Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak here on First Take. You can give us a call on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Please give us a shout out, Hootat Nation, 504-260-1870. Coming back with more after the break here on WWL. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Just you know, ridiculously on talented. Uh, you know, can make every throw. Um, but you know, I think you know, like most quarterbacks, you know, it's all about how can you affect them. You know, get them off their spot, and you know, just how, how can we create turnovers. Welcome back in the first take. That is Saint Safety Tyron Matthew talking about Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford. And we're now bringing in Mike Detillier. Mike D's notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. And, well, we didn't know if he would be back or not for this game coming off the concussion protocol, Mike. But, yes, indeed, the Rams have 
their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, uh, coming into this exciting matchup in the Superdome against the Saints. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but uh, since he practiced <clears throat> almost from mid-week on, you sort of knew that, that he was going to play in this game. And so when, when you start practicing and everything's okay, then you knew he was going to play in this game. The problem is they have had some big-time difficulties keeping him upright for the most part. Uh, they're playing with a third-string left tackle, and they've went through four centers. <clears throat> they have no semblance of a running game, none. Now, that may all change today, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's it, – Man, how far the the mighty have fallen! You Super Bowl champs in February, and how this team plays with no confidence and uh, offensively, this is what drives the train for them. You know, it's it's because of what they can do offensively, and now you don't have Cooper Cup, so you you're in a hell of a fix. But you know what? Uh, I think they could say the same thing about the Saints. So it is what it is at this stage, but uh, how the mighty have fallen um, in watching the Super Bowl champs get off to this type of start, and, and nothing has worked right for them. They're still okay on defense, but you got to score points to win in this league. You can't always play defense. you got to eventually score. Yeah, and I think it is interesting. You mentioned Cooper Cup being out. I almost, I almost wonder if, like, obviously you would rather not have to try to defend Cooper Cup, but it does simplify what you end up having to do in the sense that you know they're gonna, you're they're gonna push him the ball. Now you have, you know, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, uh, who you know LSU fans are probably familiar with. He was over at Florida. Uh, ben Skaronic, Tyler Higby, these guys. You know, who from them kind of stands out? Obviously, Allen Robinson is kind of the feature name there. But what do they do well, and what are the Saints going to have to defend today? Now, I was surprised, uh, Jeff, that Allen Robinson didn't make a bigger impact <clears throat> than what he did. Now, part of that, because of the shoulder injury to Matt Stafford, he didn't get a chance to really work with him in the offseason. And they didn't build up a rapport. You, you see it a little bit better today than maybe you did earlier in the year. But, man, Allen Robinson was a really good receiver for the Bears, really was. He's a noted route runner, a guy that could set you up, get separation, sure-handed guy. He was sort of nifty after the catch. So I would think he would be the guy that they would go to, uh, along with Tyler Higby um, at, at tight end, because that's the security blanket, so to speak, for Matt Stafford at this stage. Van Jefferson uh, – good football player uh, he's not a, a legitimate say number one or two in this league but he's a good three and that he is again uh, know his dad who's a coach in this league for a long time wide receivers coach and he him also really good route runner uh, not noted for his speed but his ability to kind of set you up get a little bit of separation downfield I would think Allen's the guy that um he would look toward uh, because he's the experienced vet. He's been a guy that's done it at a, at a high level. And before Fields comes into play with the Bears, uh, that quarterbacking core uh, hasn't been 
he ain't ready to carve out that plaque for the NFL Hall of Fame with it. So, uh, again, you've you got to spread it around. But I, I think the crux of the matter is this. They can't run the ball. Right. They, they have had – I mean, it's god-awful that they haven't been able to run the football. And their best running back and the coach have not seen eye-to-eye. Him and uh, Cam Akers, Sean McVay have not gotten along too well. So where do, where do you kind of go from here? So you're putting a lot in the basket of Matt Stafford to make throw after throw, play after play count, and they ain't the five blocks of granite in front of you. <laughs> Believe me, when you're down to the third string tackle and you've played four centers, you got difficulties. You're not winning a lot of games in this league. You're just not. The, the coordination's not there, and goes to show um, – that old Pops from LSU at 40 years old, he was pretty damn good, Andrew Whitworth. <laughs> Even at 40, man, he could still play at a high level, and he protected that blind side of, of Matt Stafford. Yeah, they could sure use him coming off Thursday night football to back in their rotation right now. <laughs> Just take off the sweatshirt under the under That's the That's so weird, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but he don't get hit on Thursday night football. He, exactly. The hardest thing he get hit with, with is that, uh, that paper clip and maybe that ink pen. Good point. Mike, looking at the other side of the football with this Rams defense, they definitely haven't been as bad, but still not living up to their billing either. But a guy who is all effort, uh, definitely one of the best, if not the best defender in the NFL, Aaron Donald, trying to contain him, trying to stop him, and this Saints offensive line being so banged up right now. How big of a concern? Am I, am I over-worrying this issue too much? Or is Aaron Donald could, – could Aaron Donald really kind of take over this game? Man, we've seen Aaron Donald take over games with the Saints and they had their first string unit in. <laughs> Good point. So, man, you know, you couldn't tie him down, you know, and kidnap him is maybe the only way to kind of calm him down. <laughs> Understanding who he's got to play up against today, these are the type of games Aaron Donald takes over. And uh, Greg Williams told me this. The only thing hey, when he was there with the Rams, said the only thing that's keeping him from the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame is himself, being, being Greg Williams. Uh, but Aaron Donald, uh, man, for a big man, and you know people always throw out their hundred percent effort. Come on, that 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 that's not real. Uh, n- nobody gives a hundred percent effort on every play. Aaron Donald is about as close as you're going to get. I mean, he is pedal to the metal on every play. And it doesn't matter if they're winning by 20 or losing by 20. He gives you effort, and he's so talented as a pass rusher. He's deceiving because when you look at him, he's not this long, lean athlete that you would think, that's the guy that's going to give me problems coming off the edge. He's sort of a short, compact guy, but his explosiveness, his speed, his ability to get off the snap is super impressive. Now, this year, he hasn't put up huge numbers, but I do know that pass rushers sort of get them in bunches. You know, it's, it's not, you know, two a game, two a game, three a game, one a game. No, it's sometimes three a game, four a game. And then they might not get one the following week. But he's bad to the bone. He's a bad man out there on that field. And so if you think you're going to block him every play with one guy, 
well, good luck. You know, my thing with Andy Dalton is, hey, listen, just hang in there and get rid of the football fast because you know he's coming. He's somewhere around you. And I, I remember even Drew Brees talking about it, you know, in the quarterback-to-quarterback segments is that even though you don't see him, you feel him. Yeah. You know, he, you know, you know he's around you, and so you feel his presence. And not many people defensively you can say that with. He uh, he can take over a game, Steve. To be honest with you, maybe we can get when lucky. He's in that groove. Maybe we can get lucky with the noon start. He's still a little sleepy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but listen, uh, it doesn't matter to him. Man, you got to play this game at two o'clock uh, a.m. Central Standard Time. He's ready to play. <laughs> yeah, and, he... and that's the thing. A lot of times, people maybe overlook is that. When he's there, he's ready. There ain't no bad game. He might not be as successful in some games as others, but he's there every game, and he's making you think about how you're going to block him and how you're going to sort of cut him down. And it's normally not with one guy. You've you got to get a little bit of help if it's a, a chip with a running back or a tight end or whatever. You, you need a little bit of help with him because, in essence, he's the type of guy, and I could, I've said that about very few defenders in my 30-something years, that when he's on, uh, good luck. Uh, you know, you, you better get rid of that football fast. And he's always running up the field to get after the quarterback, and he plays the run along the way. And, and that, that, that is a Greg Williams line, but it is accurate. That, that's what he does. He's all about getting up the field. And as strong as he is, man, he can catch that running back with one arm and you down. And he's, he's put out a couple quarterbacks throughout his career. Uh, and Drew Brees was one of them. Always appreciate the time, Mikey D. Uh, gut feeling on this game? We come away with a victory? Man, I sure hope so. Makes my Mondays better. Uh, Amen to that. But but I but I'll be honest, uh, man. You think about both teams and just how bad they've played. And against the spread, here's the best run: the Saints are three and six against the spread. The Rams are two wins, six losses, and a bump. So something got to break today, yeah. one way or another. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. Be talking to you later on on the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff, Mike. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Thank you. This is First Take with Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Give us a call on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870 on WWL. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Guys are sticking together, and at the end of the day, the whole goal is for us to win this week. That's the mindset that this team has. It's the mindset that everybody in this building has. So, you know, as tough as this season has been, we're still in a good place. That's Saints quarterback Andy Dalton, and I think a lot of folks, Jeff, were kind of surprised to hear that it'd be Andy starting under center again this week instead of maybe making the switch to Jameis Winston. And from what Jameis Winston also had to say, we got to talk to him in the locker room this week. He's itching to get in there right now. And I just wonder what is the, what's, what's holding the Saints staff back from putting Winston in the game because it really doesn't sound like health is the issue. Yeah, yeah I don't think it is at all. You know, and, and DA did mention that he's not going to be 100% healthy this year. He doesn't think Nobody he will be. Nobody is, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, like I think that – he wasn't going to bring that up in his kind of statement about Andy Dalton being the starter until it was asked. And so that's why he talked about it, because I don't think that that isn't really, it, you know, it's obviously part of the equation, just as it is for everybody. But that is not the reason for this decision. This decision is very much Dennis Allen, the Saints coaching staff, whatever. They see Andy Dalton as a starting quarterback of this football team. Like, and if you were going to make a decision based on an offensive performance, right? Like if that was the real, like they said, hey, you know, as long as the offense keeps rolling, we're going to keep rolling with we're Andy. We're not rolling. I mean, these last two games have been anything but like offensive explosions, right? Like these have been bad offensive football games. Um, you know, the defense has something to do with that. The missing pieces on the offensive line and whatever have something to do with that. But you know, if you were going to make that change, you would have made it this week. So I, I just don't. Like, I think this team, this offense, just feels more comfortable with Andy Dalton as a starting quarterback, and I think that's just about it. And unless Andy Dalton goes down with an injury, I don't anticipate a scenario where Jameis gets back in based on performance alone. See, like last week I was thinking maybe with the offense struggling, there was a chance we'd see them insert Winston. I'm thinking that might be the case again today if the offense is not putting up numbers. Maybe after halftime they make the switch. But you might be right that Andy is just Dennis's guy. And Pete Carmichael guys, guys too. Uh, but it just seems a little odd that, you know, a guy that came into the year as your starter uh, got hurt game one, was able to rally that comeback after busting his back and then obviously looked terrible the next two games. Uh, just they're not going to go back to him. And I think that it, it, it definitely hurts him not to be playing right now. Yeah, I know we have some audio from him. We can we can play it uh, in a bit. But yeah, like one thing that he said is, you know, he when he spoke with coaches, he got the impression, whether it was said explicitly or not, that stepping back and getting healthy was not going to cost him his job. And that's exactly what happened. And so, you know, I you you do have to feel 
you know, some sort of sympathy for Jameis Winston in this situation because he didn't do anything wrong. Obviously, he did not play um, at the level he wanted to in weeks two and three. And you can say it's in a large part because of the injuries, right? Um, And he probably shouldn't have played through this to begin with. He'll say, like, straight up, like, he shouldn't have pushed to play against the Bucs. He wanted to play against his former team, the same team that his his career, career, (laughs) his season ended against uh, in 2021. And it was probably a mistake, right? He was dealing with the back issue in that game. Um, He didn't have – so the – to, to kind of just reset, so he dealt. He got the back injury during the win over the Falcons, right? It happened in the, I think it was the third quarter. He played through the fourth quarter with that injury. He went into week two with that back injury, feeling like he could play through it. The team said, yeah, we're going to let you try to play through this. And then the foot injury he suffered in that game was kind of a re-aggravation of the injury he suffered in the preseason, back if you go back to the joint practice with the Packers. So that tendon issue that he was dealing with in the preseason – it, you know, ruptured, quote-unquote, in that game. And so then week three against the Panthers, he was just a shell of himself and probably shouldn't have played it at all. And that's kind of how you got to that point. Now he says he's healthy enough to play, and the team does not want to put him back in there. And so here we are. We have, it's, You're three and seven. You're starting Andy Dalton. And Jameis Winston is the ultimate cheerleader on the sideline, and uh, you just kind of have to figure it out from there. Your Oakland Heart Rolex time check is three hours, eight minutes till our noon kickoff on WWL Saints Radio between the Saints and Rams. Coming back with more First Take after this break on WWL. Back on First Take, Steve Yeller along with Jeff Nowak getting you ready for Saints versus Rams in the Caesar Superdome, a noon kickoff. We're here in week 11. And yes, mathematically, the NFC South, Jeff, is still a possibility, although with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a divorced Tom Brady picking up steam, it's slipping, slipping away. Yes, that is definitely true. One thing that I am interested to see today is, um, you know, how much run does David Johnson get? Um, They've been calling up Jordan Howard the last two weeks, but they hadn't used him, right? Which I don't think he would have signed David Johnson. It's like if you were going to do keep continuing to do that, if you were going to continue to not use the running back you were elevating, you would have just kept Jordan Howard. But, you know, David Johnson has only had four days to learn his playbook. So how, how incorporated could he be at all? Um, you know, does he know the protections? Does he know the, does he know the checks? Like, does he know the play calls? Um, so that's going to be something to watch because they did make – the Saints did make a few moves, um, which we can go through right here. And, you know, David Johnson did mention – we got to talk to him in the locker room this week – the fact that he's trying to learn the playbook as, you know, fast as possible just to be more involved – in the receiving plays, he feels that, you know, obviously getting handed the football is not going to be a problem, but he wants to be more involved in the passing attack. So getting more acclimated with the playbook will be helpful. And he really didn't get to do that during his initial stint here because it was just, you know, a workout basically. Yeah, the Saints were just trying to see how he moved around, and they right. did. And the, the DA said they liked him. They just couldn't come to a deal. Um, you know, he probably wanted more guarantee than they were prepared to give him and, and whatever. He's here now. Um, but, yeah, I mean – he he's a guy who has excelled as a pass catcher in his career. He had 80 catches in that 2016 season where he went like supernova, right. like one of the best running back seasons <laughs> ever. Um, and he's not that far removed from that, right? Like he's you know he's still a he's still in the, he's around the same age as you know a Mar- he's younger than Mark Ingram if you want to go that way. Um, but yeah, okay. So the so the moves they made for this week, and we don't really have to be that curious about what's going to happen with the inactives because six of them are going to be the players that are out, right? Um, so. Signed to the 53-man roster, you have guard Yasir Durant. He's going to be a backup. And defensive back Bryce Thompson, who had been elevated each of the last three weeks. So in order to keep him around, you had to sign him to the active roster. The Saints have waived Nick Vanette, tight end, 
and J.P. Holtz, another tight end. So that means that your tight end room is effectively uh, Adam Troutman, Juwan Johnson, and Taysom Hill, uh, who isn't really a tight end, but we're going to call him that for the purposes of this radio program. Shout, uh, out to, shout out to Juwan, who's been coming alive there for the Saints and you know, yeah. been a, an offensive factor, at least, for this squad this year. Yeah, and it doesn't really change much, right? You hadn't really been using Nick Vanette, and I don't think he's he hasn't really been showing up with that well when he has been in there. He hasn't been blocking well, and that's his main job. Uh, J.P. Holtz also a blocking tight end, more of a fullback, and he's not going to be around either. So Adam Prent is still going to be in there. But, yeah, and then obviously you elevated David Johnson and defensive end Jabari Zuniga, fun name to say. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, who? Yeah. Uh, Steve Gell along with Jeff Nowak at one hour down here on First Take. We'll be back with some more coming up after this. Uh, then we'll be handing things off at 10 o'clock to the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff with the Cajun Cannon Bobby A. Bear and Christian Garrick. I'm Steve Geller with Jeff Nowak here on WWL Saints Radio, coming back with more after this. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.